Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is May 4th, 2022. This is Fightful Wrestling. This is your AEW post show. Make sure you guys leave a thumbs up on this video. We'll tell you more about how you can support us here shortly. We've got Alex Pawlowski here with us. He does your NXT reviews every week. He also does Sour Graps reviews on FightfulSelect.com, in which we will brag about in a bit. Uh, Alex, how you doing? Um, uh, doing, doing pretty well. Uh, still getting used to the new place uh, <laughs> uh, currently uh, because, uh, because the only coffee table we have is now the TV stand. So uh, I'm sitting in the living room uh, with my laptop positioned on top of two stacked cardboard boxes that are still full of crap that we haven't unpacked yet. There are little things when you move that you don't realize you forgot or you don't have. Yep. I don't have any chairs. Like we have couches and all that. <laughs> yeah. But like if you want to stand on something solid to yeah. grab some, there aren't any of those here. Like mm. we have no chairs. So uh lots lots of little things that yeah that you'll notice and all that uh guys you guys can support us by leaving a thumbs up subscribing tapping that notification bell to find out whenever we go live we had listen your boy today where we talked about nxt releases aw departures wow women of wrestling and tessa blanchard that whole situation but we broke that news about wow women of wrestling and tessa blanchard over on fightfulselect.com Talent is claiming to me that there was a falling out at some point between Tessa Blanchard and WoW, and that her status is unclear. They have tapings tomorrow uh, through Saturday. Now, I just want to say, I'm not saying that she is off those tapings, and uh, it's it's a very unusual situation. I've got more details on Fightful Select right now. Uh, make sure you guys check it out. You'll see aggregated reports and people talking about it. Head over there for the actual report. The last two days have been completely loaded over there. We confirmed that Stu Grayson is uh, technically gone from AEW and revealed what happened. Uh, we've re revealed uh, that Moose was on his way to WWE last year before re-signing 
with Impact Wrestling. We revealed that ROH star or former ROH star Tony Deppen was at the AEW tapings today. All this on FightfulSelect.com. In addition to a breaking news podcast this week about Roderick Strong asking for his release. Uh, we have just a ton of stuff. I, I did the, the Backstage Report podcast. We're doing a special Ozark review because I got things to say about the last season. Things to say. And we're giving you all extra content. AEW video game news. Royal Rumble 2023 location. Uh, the new AEW show. Tommaso Ciampa and the weird stuff that happened with him on main event and Raw. And we had plans for Raw. All that. Just since Monday on FightfulSelect.com, please head over there and subscribe. Five buckaroos. That is 16 cents a day for the most exclusive wrestling news that you could possibly want. And at least seven weekly shows. I'll plug it again later, but by golly, we're here. This show brought to you by NordVPN.com slash Fightful and AthleticGreens.com slash Fightful. Um... Burton Jean says, please, no spoilers for Ozark. It will, the only spoilers will be on that review. I will not. I, have I ever given you guys a spoiler over anything? I don't do that. Not me. Well, either way, you can get your super chats and humper chats in. Some of you say, what's a humper chat? Go over to humperchats.com. It's a Streamlabs PayPal platform. It gets your question or statement read on the air. Uh, we've had people that were sending stuff in at 8 a.m. today so they can get their questions in early. Graham says, Grappy Hour is awesome. Also, Jeff Hawkins appreciation chat. This would have looked great on Monday when we did some of the worst chat numbers ever because nobody cares about WWE Raw. Nobody. No. And Ian says, what never will happen in a million years signing would affect AEW's ratings the most long-term? John Cena. If John Cena came back full-time with AEW, yeah. but other other than that, it would be Becky Lynch or, um, or Roman Reigns, obviously. Those two would just... I mean, if Cody Rhodes just jumping... The, the, just the idea... Yeah. Of him jumping to WWE did a lot of business. Yeah. Roman Reigns jumping to AEW would do gigantic business. Oh, absolutely. The the only I don't I don't know that it would do uh like gangbusters business for them, but the buzz around somebody like a Sasha Banks jumping because sure. her fan base is so rabidly loyal. So um yeah. He he laid out a few of them. He said Cena, five matches, 10 appearances. The Rock, three appearances, one match. Or Roman Reigns, full-time, 18 months. Uh, I think Roman Reigns, full-time for 18 months. Or Cena, five matches, 10 appearances are mm -hmm. real close. Yeah. John Cena's a, a major movie star now. Yeah. And honestly, 10 appearances and five matches, is it's close to an 18-month contract for him. True. True. You you do them all on pay per view, so that's yep. that's a solid year's worth of stuff there, right there. Nerd Guru says that Dynamite card for next week is gonna hump, and I'm gonna be there live. Saw the rankings today. They should make it clear whether or not champions can challenge other champions. Like technically, Jade could challenge Rosa based on record. Well, they're both listed as champions, not yeah. top contenders. Right. Uh, I'm sure they could challenge them, but it's a matter of getting it approved and all that. Right. 
RH says that he missed Alex's brick wall. Dynamite humped. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, the brick wall had to stay back at the other place. Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to figure out a way of. I, I'm not sure exactly. I am in the living room, and my wife and daughter are upstairs. My daughter's asleep. My wife's do, doing stuff. So do me a favor. Go yeah. to settings right now. Okay. Go to settings. Yeah. Go to virtual background. Okay. Click the thing that you know that I know that you see. Mm-hmm. Did it work? Did you see know. it? I don't know. I, I, I see it. Listen. I clicked it. Listen, I got y'all covered. Where are we? Where are we? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I clicked Listen. it. You don't have a virtual background. What the hell's wrong with you, Alex? I don't know. You disappointed the people. I'm you sure upset our people. I'm sure I did. Now you're frozen. I bet I you am. I bet you finally clicked it. I bet you finally got it. I, I, I clicked it. Man. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. This is this is what we came for. This is this is for the Maybe. people. Yeah, yeah. Here's mine. <laughs> uh-huh. Ray Mysterio. Yep. Ah yep. getting his eye there we go. killed. That's that's what we do. Uh, Josh Weaver says, don't know what episode it was taped for exactly, but I saw a screenshot of Deppen versus Silver going around Twitter earlier. That is correct. Uh, Tony Deppen is uh, is working the dark elevation stuff with uh, John Silver, indeed. Nerd Guru says, your spoiler did sell out the United Center. So that, that is a future GCW promo for me. You better yeah. believe it, my friends. There you go. Jake Salazar says, according to the mom's basement Twitter, you spoil everything. Well, listen, let's not do let's not call mom's basement Twitter. And I say that only because my good friend Robbie Fox has a podcast called My Mom's Basement. Uh, and he's great. Shot Kid says, based on the two title matches, potential tourney finals, and anything else, I feel like double or nothing somehow might be a better card than revolution. With each match that gets added to that, I am regretting not being at that show alex yeah. and yeah but you know what jeff hardy took on bobby fish on this show uh jeff hardy who had his first televised match like 94 95 bobby fish who yeah. had his first televised match on the radio mm-hmm. uh, he did adam cole on commentary this is jeff hardy's first singles match since november how do you think he did um it, it, okay he did all right. Um, I, I I think it's interesting that you got you know Bobby Fish and uh, Jeff Hardy out there, um, uh, two two old heads uh, going at it. Uh, I like I like Cole on commentary. Um, the the thing about it for me is that you 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 watch you watch him do some of his stuff, and it's just all right. Okay, this is this is at least half time of what like like twice as long as it would take you to do some other, like his little uh, whisper in the wind or whatever that he did at the end. Like it took him a good six, seven seconds to climb those turnbuckles. And Bobby Fish was just waiting around in the middle of the ring. Cause Jeff doesn't move like he used to. Um, but he definitely, he does all doesn't definitely doesn't land like he used to either. Poor Bobby Fish's spleen. <laughs> Jeez. It was uh, naughty. Uh, Raging Levine says, every time I watch Jeff Hardy wrestle, I'm more and more concerned that he basically has nothing in the tank. Am I wrong about this? 
this is his last Hardy Boys run. He yeah. said that. He he told me that yeah. outright. Um, Ricardo says his swanton is rough. It is a heavy one. But listen, as of right now, to get through this last run, as long as he can stand on an object, lean forward, and make that revolution and land, yeah, that's that's the Jeff Hardy thing. That, that's I think that <laughs> I think that they can uh, make it work for a little bit, yeah. and they can get this nostalgia run out of him. Am I am I thinking it's going to be as good as like? 2017 no that was five years ago at this point so yeah. yeah i think there's i think it's a real concern alex yeah um i i just don't want to see him get hurt hurt you know what i mean like just because when there's certain when you're when you when you decide i'm gonna trust my body to do something it could always do and then one day it just can't do that anymore that's what that's when you could get really hurt um uh, I, there was just, there was something about the giant super Falcon arrow that Bobby fish hit on Jeff Hardy, where I didn't think Jeff Hardy got all the way over and it looked like he almost landed on top of his head. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's, there's things that like, you know, okay, this is something, not something I can do anymore. So we'll see how long this last run lasts. We had, Young Bucks coming out, and uh, I mean that—that's a, a na- natural no-brainer match to do at Double yes. or Nothing. It is a buzzworthy match to do. Yes. Uh, will it be as good as their match in 2017? No. I doubt it. No. Uh, we got people saying that, was, Jeff Hardy. A, that is five long years ago. Yes, yes. five largely separated years. Yeah, right there. But yeah. still, I think it's a good match to add to Double or Nothing. Sure, it's 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 a it's an event. It's it's it is it is an amazing exhibition match. The fans are going to go crazy for it. I just don't want anyone to expect the stuff that we saw from them in 2017 together, because then you're going to come out of it disappointed. Because there's no way they can match it up. Or if they try, if Jeff Hardy says I'm the same guy that I was five years ago, that's when somebody's going to get really hurt. We have Tom LaValle saying putting Hardy versus Fish on first with the right call. Crowd was hot and wouldn't have been as up for that later in the show. Agreed. I, I do feel like Jeff Hardy could get the crowd amped, though. He's one that you hit that music yeah. and then it it yeah. happens. Because there was some stuff on this show that didn't quite hit with the crowd and was kind of kind of drawn out. Yeah. Uh, Jake says, I'd pay to take a Jeff Hardy swanton. Buddy, I wouldn't. Uh, you better have good insurance. Yeah, because <laughs> you're yeah. cracking at least one rib. In so Gray says concerned with about how many tickets are left for Impact this weekend. Sunday's looking dead. Should be a good show. So the interesting thing about Impact is they're running the Cincinnati area. It is across the river from Cincinnati in Kentucky. Um, I don't know. I didn't know it was a big market over there. They're running it. I hope it does well because I want more events there. I got to drive to impacts media day last friday and interview or thursday and interview uh diana and moose that was very nice i like that i'm going to the show saturday and I'm, i think i'm doing some more interviews so i hope the attendance does well that way they do more shows here but yeah brick bat us says sean's background should be a helix sleep mattress you get the sweat hogs drooling i've got two all form sofas here by the way and they're, they're wonderful all form.com slash fightful but 
I was ready to cozy up with that William Regal promo, Alex. I'm so glad they showed this on TV. It's one of those things that you see it and you go, this should be on TV. And they said, yeah, you know what? You're right. This should be on TV. So they put it on TV. I mean, they, they, they put an abbreviated version of it, but I'm fine with that. I mean, like a three, it was three minutes and 45 seconds or something like that. When it was on social media, I loved every second of it, but putting it on the middle of a television episode, those usually don't people change the channel when they watch that stuff. Unfortunately it happens. I like the shortened version of it as well. Um, I love that William Regal is like, they show him in the ring, like showing Wheeler Yuta how to take knees to the head and stuff. Yes. Like this is what happens when I, when I hit you like this, when I hit you like this, I'm going to headbutt you like all this. That was, that was great. Um, I, I, I just, everything about the promo is just so, like, like if, if you give somebody a knife, they'll probably stab their worst enemy. We're going to, you're going to slice your face just so you could remember us every time you look in the mirror. That's some good, good, good stuff. As was the ass whipping of AFO and uh, William Regal calling Angelico, Angelico. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm delighted to watch the Blackpool Combat Club face off against great competitors like the Butcher and the Blade and Angelico. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And the thing is, I I think that if he watched Angelico's work, he would really like it because... And Helico gets the reputation of guy who dove off of stuff in Lucha Underground, which he was incredible at. Yeah. But he is also a very, he's a really he's, good submission he's a artist as well. wrestler, yeah. Tony, or actually, uh, yeah, Tony said Wardlow with the Goldberg, like, uh, that's in the wrong place, Luis. Luis! Put those in the right place. But BCC beat AFO's ass yeah. real bad. Yes. Real bad. And that's that's really all there was to this. It I needed it. to be an ass beating. Yeah. Um uh, Regal on commentary is 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 wonderful. He's just, he's just it's just wonderful. I wish he could just do a full episode. Him him like talking talking up his boys is great, but I, I would love to hear his reaction to other members of, like I love that he still ref- still calls Excalibur Man with a mask. The next time he sees Dan House he's gonna call him the demon waif. Like I, 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 I love, I want to see what other nicknames he has for people he's never met, met before. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. If you don't mind, share it on social media. Give us a little retweet. It's on uh, all of our Twitters. It streams directly to Alex's Twitter, my Twitter. Yep. Uh, but you know what? If you want to listen to it after the fact, YouTube podcast platforms everywhere. But if you're having trouble navigating one of the apps, a quick way to remember fightfulpods.com has it in audio video streaming form. Sawyer says the Swanton is rough. That young locker room is lining up to take him before he's done. This is what makes me feel old, Alex, because I remember when Jeff Hardy was the kid that Razor Ramon wanted to beat up because he sold stuff really well. And Jeff Hardy was lining up to get beaten up by Razor Ramon. Also, um, I, I, yes, I think that you are correct. uh, A super chatter that the young locker room is lining up to take those things. Bobby fish is decidedly not part of the young locker room. <laughs> like that, that, that guy, that guy. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that's no. Young or uh, Axel Hunter says, 
continues to amaze me that two years ago, AEW mostly relied on the elite for relevance, and now only the Bucks have been around for months. They barely even appear, and the show feels as important as ever. And that's the thing. When when they pop up, it is a little bit more special. When Kenny Omega comes back, it's going to be really, really good. Yeah. When Hangman eventually integrates with them, that'll be good. That's I, I wish we could have seen that play out with Cody, and you know, maybe years down the line we will, but that was something I was looking forward to. Yeah. Wardlow, I love the presentation. It is a lot of the right things about Bill Goldberg in a modern day setting 24 years later. I, it was one of those things like they, I, I loved, we started getting the Goldberg chance, but as Wardlow and for the first time, I don't know why, maybe it took my brain longer to put it together, but the chance of Wardlow as he's being ushered into the arena by full security what, like that, the the is this is what Goldberg was like when he when Goldberg was cool and, and not old dad getting in the way of things that we like. Like you no know, him like 1997. That was this energy that he had. Um, I I I I love this. For Wardlow is the coolest dude right now because how can you not be cool when you're being led into the arena in in cuffs so you can murder a man. And for a lot of the time, like when we saw Goldberg with all the security, one of those big questions was, why is there security around? Like, he's not yeah. known to just beat up random people. Yeah. So why are they there? Yeah. Well, with this, it makes sense because it makes, 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 makes perfect sense. They, they added some sensibility to that. And he's got the handcuffs on as well. So I feel like they're taking a lot of the Goldberg stuff and enhancing it. And they're, they're, they're adding a modern twist to it. And I mean, my God, in the 90s, we saw so many things that I thought were original that came from like eight, nine years before. This was 24 years ago. Right. And it's working really well. MJF comes out, you know, he he dogs the crowd and he brings out the former big cast, William Morrissey, who looks incredible, looks great. He tries to give MJF a high five and MJF's like, lower, can we go lower? There we go. That's good. And they had a pretty fun match. And it was Wardlow working as a cruiserweight again, yep. doing a moonsault, uh, finishing him off with one powerbomb, which... That was an impressive powerbomb, too. And if you're Morrissey, this is an important match for a lot of reasons. Yeah. You left WWE, you got fired because of perceived attitude problems, mm-hmm. perceived issues of not wanting to play ball the way that you were supposed to. He came in, he had a decent match, he looked great. He put over the guy he was supposed to put over, did not sandbag the power bomb like he could have. Mm-hmm. I thought this went as well as possible. And uh, there were there were chants, we want Enzo. No, we don't. Um, I, you know, what I've heard since the uh, Pat Buck situation at that one situation where Morrissey was not in the right frame of mind, I've heard he's been nothing but good to deal with since then. He's been dedicated I've heard that Enzo has been nothing but easy to deal with on the independent circuit, which is something that I think a lot of people didn't expect. Uh-huh. We'll kind of address those point by point, but this was a big, important show for Morrissey to be on this stage and show and be like, I'll play ball. Yeah, uh, I thought he looked suitably large, uh, suitably yes. strong. Um, Wardlow is a force of nature right now. I, I would argue he looked unteachably large. Yeah. That's true. Well, unteachably yeah. tall. 
yeah. Uh, yeah, unteachably tall. Um, but yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm, I, I, listen. He had he had some some issues that dogged him uh, during his last time in WWE. Um, and and from what I hear, after he was released, he did not do well for a while. But he, to his credit, has gotten himself in fantastic shape. He's been literally kicking ass uh, in Impact. Um, I love this as like a uh, like a, a tryout, like a de facto tryout. But also, I love him as being a mercenary for for MJF. It's a really cool little uh, detail. Um, I I will say uh, Wardlow just his the moments that he he's able to feed off the crowd like he, he doing that moonsault almost basically landing on it i mean he did land on his feet he didn't stick the landing but he landed on his feet doing the moonsault and then ripping down the straps to, to playing to the crowd getting him up for that big power bomb like this guy is a is a folk hero at this point it's it's crazy to me how uh they've been able to continue all of the momentum beyond uh, his face turn and keep it going perfectly to, as, as we said, like, I was wondering how, how are they going to, because revolution was like um, um, almost two months ago. And I did, I, how are you going to keep him and MJF still red hot as this, as this act, but never let them touch all the way until double or nothing. And God damn it. They're doing it. Like it's perfect. I just want to say this, put on display we didn't know how good we had it with tall guy wrestlers with big casts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know how good we had it big 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 cast is jackie chan compared to omos like he's so <laughs> agile a very incredibly agile um and you know we, it remains to be seen with like a satinam sing it does remain to be seen sova says aw impact door open again or a one-off I would argue that uh, Deanna Perrazzo and W. Morrissey did great things for that relationship tonight. I had an interview with Chris Bay last year, and he got picked up for some New Japan spots. And I cannot explain to you how bad the New Japan Impact relationship was before this. Uh. I've referenced this multiple times. Davey Boy Smith told me to my face that he said, Hey, New Japan, I would love to do some Impact work. And they said... No, Jeff Jarrett fucked us. And he said, man, he left years ago. <laughs> years ago. That was three regimes ago. And they're like, ah, I don't care. Don't care. Don't want to hear no. it. No. And Chris Bay went in there and made a fantastic impression. You got Rocky Romero doing a lot of the wheeling and dealing. That helps. But um, I think that that, that Deanna Perrazzo uh, was, a, was very important tonight. And I think Morrissey was as well. Sawyer said, I was briefly disappointed he only did one powerbomb until Shivani sold it with, it only took one. That was a really great touch. It was a thunderous powerbomb. Like, he got him all the way up and drove him all the way down. That was great. And you don't want Wardlow to bitch out Morrissey. You don't want to do that if you're you're doing this relationship either. Uh, Tony says, Wardlow with the Goldberg-like aura for his entrance rules. Yes, it does. And uh, Chris Rain says, Morrissey looks amazing. Wardlow getting him up to that powerbomb was even more amazing. I did wonder. I was like, okay, what's going to happen here? What? How is this going to work? And it worked. Yeah. 
Mark says, probably not in the cards, but it'd be cool to have a redemption match between Morrissey and Danielson given their awful program at WWE. That is a, a good Dynamite or Rampage match in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Cardenas says Morrissey's asking price just went up with this performance. Got a lot of people asking about his contract status, and I haven't learned it. I get no sold every time I ask about it. Mm. I full stop asked uh, Impact PR this weekend, and they hit me with the with the <laughs> the the Michael Jordan quarter rolling guy. <laughs> that was that was Ross Foreman. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to find out, guys. Rerun says the contract signing is going to be in Long Island. Of course it is. Just beautiful. So MJF says, you want out of your contract? You want to fight me? All right. But you got to beat me. And the contract signing isn't going to be here. It's going to be in Long Island, the most magical place. I can't wait to see. Is is Wardlow still over there? That's the thing. This is the thing that I love is that uh, MJF uh like with the last time they were in long island the the video package of him driving up to his old high school putting on the letterman's jacket like like uh, all of that and then him coming into a hero's embrace in in long island i i know the fans are going to be with him uh more than they would be elsewhere but i feel like this wardlow thing has gotten a universal response. So even if you are more pro MJF, you still want to see Wardlow kick his ass. And I think that there's there's something there. And that'll be a really interesting test for how how big this thing is uh, when they do it there. I can't wait to see how they roll out the red carpet for MJF. This has been a uh, wonderfully told story. I'm Abel yeah. says with FTR leaving Pinnacle, is there room for Enzo and Cass? Oh my God. You want to talk about the exact opposite? Wow. That would be an MJF troll move. Well, yeah. I mean, but there's definitely room for a Morrissey to yeah. replace Wardlow in the Pinnacle. If the yeah. Pinnacle even exists right now, the Pinnacle really is just Spears and MJF. There is an alternate troll universe where MJF says, I didn't want the second best technical team in the world. I wanted the best. And he went out and got Enzo and Cass. Because yeah, just to just to get under their skin. Uh, yeah. Ronald says, want to see MJF's parents with Wardlow fan That's signs. That's good. Uh, we told a funny story about MJF's dad on the prediction show. The WrestleMania Backlash prediction show this week. Um, my co-host, Julie Cutler, who will be with me on the Double or Nothing post show, not only recognized MJF's dad, but recognized him as the Pagel King, which is the first time that's ever happened. He sells paleo bagels at, like by trade. Nice. And he didn't get recognized as MJF's dad. She goes, oh my God, are you the Pagel King? And uh, let me tell you, I've never seen somebody's face light up <laughs> like that. He was nice. like, you're damn right I am. You're getting some nice. cinnamon raisin next week in the mail too. He's wonderful. Um. It's it's amazing how MJF was created from him. I mean, yeah. it's fascinating. Pablo says if AEW had the WWE pull, you could get guys on the late night before Double or Nothing. Wardlow should be on that talk show. He's got that type of push. What what do you mean? Oh, you mean like on the on the late night circuits? And yeah, all that they'll develop that. They'll develop that. Yeah, which I mean, you had a pretty good guy, Conan O'Brien, who <laughs> used to do a Turner. Yeah, late night show. 
Team Taz interview. This the, Ricky Starks is so good, and Jungle Boy was mm-hmm. seamless here. He was. Christian was really good here. Mm-hmm. So what we got was Jungle Boy saying, "Yeah, we'll challenge you, or we'll let you challenge for these titles." But how about this, Ricky? How about that title that you never defend? And Christian's like, "Oh yeah, take off those fake shades." And Ricky was just right there with it. Bam, bam, bam. So we got Christian. We got Jungle Boy. We got Ricky. They're all firing off. Hobbs doing all he needs to do. Existing. Yep. Like, he looks so imposing. And then there's Luchasaurus. Just going, right. ah. Well, yeah, I am I, so beyond over that. I am well, so beyond over that. I, I don't necessarily want to see him cut a promo. So if Well, all- I don't either. But I'd rather him do nothing then that same thing yeah all right i i I suppose i it doesn't matter to me all that much but um i'm i'm in i'm into jungle boy versus uh ricky starks um jungle boy picking up another singles loss inevitably um to further the divide between him and christian um i did not see starks and hobbs being the next tag champs but you could sell me on that if the product of it is Jungle Boy versus Christian in a, in yes. a long feud. Um, and then Swerve and Keith Lee taking the titles off of Hobbs and Starks is a no-brainer to me. Uh, and then you could have Keith Lee and, and Swerve carrying those belts around, getting, getting a little, feeling a little bit you know like bigger stars with the added uh, gold. And then you could feed them with FTR, Red Dragon, all like th- these two guys, Swerve and Lee, just mesh so well for two singles wrestlers who have wildly different styles. I, 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 I would be really into seeing them versus a lot of the other top teams. Joseph Snark says, Luchasaurus's hiss reminds me of Sean's impersonation of Luna Vishon. <laughs> I did a, a retro review. I let Warren Hayes pick the retro review and he oh, picked like AWA Super Clash 3. <laughs> it's on Fightful Select in the archives. It is the most Oh, I was I was angry at him <laughs> after watching it. And whenever I watch old wrestling Alex, I don't get like annoyed or pissed. Right. I rewatched the Katie Vick stuff and yeah. I had a ball. Yeah. It was objectively hilarious. Why is that? Because I don't got to worry about sitting through that bullshit next week. That's true. I can just sit through it then and laugh and say, that yep. sucked. It was yeah. stupid and funny. Kane had a burnt little wiener. That's hilarious. But like, I watched AWA Super Clash and I was like, what is this? How did yeah. this happen? It was yeah. so bad. Jam That Jam says, question for the post-Dynamite show. One of the names frequently mentioned as a likely move from AEW to WWE is Ricky Starks. Do you know anything about the length of his current deal and whether or not he's likely to entertain a WWE offer? Here's what I'll say to anybody that says, will they entertain a WWE offer? Yes. Money talks. You never know what inspires Mm -hmm. or motivates artists. Sami Zayn, you would think based on that typecast, he would want to go out and have like bangers. He loves what he's doing. He really likes what he's doing now. He likes his role. You never know what motivates people. Cody Rhodes had like had to c- come back and get that title. Had to. Stuck in his head. Yeah. So yes, I would say so. Also, Ricky Starks and Cody are very close. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if there's going to be somebody getting in Ricky's ear about, hey, you should come on over. 
I think like, he was around at WrestleMania weekend too. Yeah, I think he was like there backstage. Yeah. Um, we've got Shauna Walensky saying Regal is a natural or national treasure. I giggle out loud when he calls Excalibur man in the mask. BCC is my favorite thing on AEW. Alex, this was something we didn't even consider like four months ago. We didn't even think it was a possibility. And now here it is. And it's one of the things that exists on an island of its own and is yeah. one of the most white hot things. I I love um, how they can make uh, storylines bleed into each other so seamlessly. If you think about what Danielson was doing leading up to Full Gear, where he was just every week he'd, he'd find some new guy and find a different way of, of making him tap out. And then he has, you know, he has his match at full gear um, uh, with uh, 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 Miro um, and he gets a title shot versus hangman page. He has both those amazing matches versus page. He goes away for a little while, comes back. We think he's picking a fight with John Moxley, but no, actually he wants to join forces with John Moxley, but first they have to fight. And then out of the blue comes William Regal, who says, "Not only are we are you guys going to shake hands and become a unit, but I'm going to lead you." And since then, I think we've heard Daniel, uh, like Brian Danielson, say, "What three or four sentences max?" <laughs> Sent like that's amazing, and he he feels so in uh, alive and involved still, while, while being like maybe the third most important guy on his own little faction that he's a part of. Like, I love that uh, uh, all his felt organic every he's, step of the way. He's like the fourth featured player right now because Wheeler's been getting the pins of late. Yeah. yeah. Like, they they were making sure that you know that Wheeler has been enhanced by this, which is, yeah. is great. Irene says, BCC is the top three part of AEW now, and I'm ready for them to have a proper feud. What faction could believably feud with them? Are BCC heel or face? Well, anytime you ask that question, I'll say, well, it depends. Kind of yeah. like Hangman Page tonight. It depends yeah. on who they're facing. Yeah. Look at any, look at Brian Danielson. He adjusted from face to heel, mm -hmm. face to heel. It's yeah. more a matter of who they're facing, yeah. and that's what I like. Because sometimes you like somebody, but and they're an asshole in this one situation, or you don't right. particularly connect with them there, and you decide how. Um, Yas is a natural. Yeah, Yas is the natural Jericho the Appreciation Society. Yeah. Um, that's that seems to be obviously the the the, the big clash between mm -hmm. those two things. One is a pure professional wrestling. The other one is this, uh, you know, sports entertainment, you know, jokey thing. Um, uh, the thing about that that I hate is that kind of means that Yas has to come out on top of Eddie and 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 Santana and Ortiz and Eddie and come Santana out. Ortiz come out. They beat him like four times already. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that this is continuing yeah. and you would think that it continues until the baby faces come out on top. That's usually the way it, they books. But if they're planning on doing Yas versus, uh, versus BCC, Yas has got to win that feud. We've got Mark Losper saying how long till filthy Tom appears on uh, AEW. Well, I mean, he's, he's done an awful lot of new Japan stuff of late. Like he's been working yeah. a lot. Like he's, He's got bookings like every single weekend and he's traveling all over the place. I don't know right now, like wh where that stands. I, I haven't heard of him coming in at all. Sawyer said, pop when Regal said, that's what I love to see fellows getting tossed around by big men. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Biggie would be proud too. 
Nerd Guru says, Adam Cole belongs in the elite with those guys. When they feud with BCC, I would love a story of Cole's old pal Regal trying to recruit him. Mm. Uh, wrestling history is AEW history. Acknowledge it. Well, they almost always do. And that's one of the things that Adam Cole told me he liked uh, the most about AEW is that they played off of history and these things that he put blood, sweat, and tears into. So, uh, yeah, I think that is yeah. very important. Almost as important as making sure you get all your vitamins, all your minerals, Alex. And you can do that with one scoop of AG1. Our friends at Athletic Greens got you covered. There's so many stressors in life. Sometimes it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give your bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive, schedule, sleep, exercise, the environment, all that stuff might lead to you not eating enough of the right foods and it can leave you deficient. But AG1 is a category-leading superfood product that brings comprehensive and convenient daily nutrition to everybody. And they keep up with the research. They've changed this formula 53 times over the last 10 years. So every few months, they are adjusting it to make it better for you. And it contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. You want to drink your multivitamin. Trust me, it'll make you feel a lot better. It's helped me immensely in getting back into the gym over the past year or so. It replaces multiple products or pills with one healthy drink. And now you can get Athletic Greens at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs, which I do take with me uh, when I travel. Rip it open, pour it into your, your bottle of water, drink it down. You're good to go for the day. Not only that, it enhances your energy. It helps your digestion. It's got no nasty chemicals, no GMOs. It works whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, all that good stuff. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. Love Athletic Greens. Wonderful people over there, too. Joe Kerr says, off topic, on September 3rd, 2022, for Clash of the Castle in the UK, they need to find the kid from SummerSlam 92. And have her say Roman Reigns is going to win whether he wants to or not. Th that would be amazing. That would they be really should. Andrew Glenn says, look at that beautiful mug. I tweeted a picture of a beautiful mug today. Did you see it? No, I, I missed it. Oh, man. So I moved here. And for some reason, I was like, you know what? I've got a desire to drink some root beer. But I don't like to drink my calories. So I got diet root beer. And I said, you know what I want? I want like a frosty mug. That's what I want. So I bought a bunch of them, threw that some bitch in the freezer. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, it's wonderful. Uh, we registered for a set of big, huge when we got married because I was like, if people are gonna buy me stuff, I want this. Yes. And every time I have a, I have a root beer, it's got to come out of that. It's frosty, it's amazing. Frosty mug. It's the best. It's, it's perfect. I'll tell you what pisses me off. I live three minutes from an A and W, and I was like, hell yeah. It's closed, short staff. I was so mad. So mad. I... So mad. Pay your workers better, A&W. Yep. Ryan Evans says, Tony Khan must have been watching the Listen Your Boy today. The arena was nice and bright. None of that stupid colored lighting in the crowd looked great on TV. So uh, he actually quote tweeted um, a thing that somebody had tweeted uh, a couple weeks ago. 
there was let me see what it was. It was April 23rd. Uh Heel Mox tweeted, bring back the old crowd lighting or don't use darker lighting for the crowd. And Tony said, Thank you for your great suggestion. This is a drum I've been beating for quite a while. Show the show the people that came to see your show. Yep. Uh, one of the things that I said that I liked so much about AEW in the past, you would see their audience, which is a more 18 to 34 type of crowd. You would see like people there. You could tell they were on dates with their boyfriend or their girlfriend. They were sitting there drinking in the crowd. They, they had their concessions. They were standing up and cheering. Show those people. And from a production standpoint, yep. Alex, that lessens the necessity of doing crowd shots because I can see people reacting in the background. Yes. I will tell you guys, one of my favorite pieces of wrestling production was Maven eliminating the Undertaker from the Royal Rumble. Mm. There were so few crowd reaction shots. You didn't need them because yeah. you saw the whole crowd go, oh my God, yeah. in the background. And then you would see Undertaker being shot over his shoulder and Maven like, oh no. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to go to the crowd reaction to have them going, oh no, because you could hear it, you could feel it, you could see it. So I'm so glad they turned up the lights here. Yeah. Something that I I complained about at uh for NXT for a long time. Show that there are people there. Yeah. Nathan DePaul says Culver's is greater than AW. From a root beer perspective, I've I've only had Culver's ice cream, but we do have a Culver's here. Mark says, here's your BCC feud. BCC wins a match. They start an in-ring promo. Lights go out. Crowd starts to rise until you hear Mr. Regal and Joe walks out with Gresham. The roof blows off. Gresham would be a phenomenal addition. A phenomenal addition uh, to that. And um, Joe, as a part of that, whether joining or going up against them, would be phenomenal. He's just got to have the connection to Regal. Like the, the the Joe and Regal has has so much because he was the guy who Regal brought in to like cool to like take out Karrion Cross who couldn't be controlled and also they had that very antagonistic relationship when Samoa Joe was there the first time. There's that there's that history that yeah. AEW loves to play into. I think it would be a crime not to have Joe and Regal interact more. I'm able says what's one talent that New Japan could fit into uh, BCC if it's if it's a veteran it's Minoru Suzuki if it's a young person it's Shota Umino without a doubt it is Mox's young lion uh, I think that's yeah. the, the right one yeah. Brent Lockman says with Yuta off to uh, Battle of the Super Juniors which uh, shout out to Alex Zane getting added to that too so glad to see that those guys are getting visas again yeah uh, are we thinking Mox and Danielson go on a tag team killing spree in the meantime. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yep. We got Britt, Jamie, Ruby, Tony Storm backstage. Chris Rain says, love the lines about the matching pleather crop tops mm-hmm. and Dr. Britt Baker's history maker. I'm looking forward to seeing these four face off. What do you think of this, Alex? Um, I, 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 I love Ruby and Tony together. I think, I think they just work. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Just all four, four of these women are in the tournament. Uh, we'll see how that all shakes out. Um, I'm, I'm interested in, in, a, in a good women's tag match where it feels like it's not just thrown together or I haven't seen it seven times over the past four weeks. Like, I'm I'm excited to see what this match does. I'm a little weirded out by the 4.30 Central Time uh, Rampage. That's 
a I'm not bit early for my life. I, I have things to do during daylight hours, buddy. I get to go to the gym in between <laughs> those two shows. I'm so excited. I get to eat dinner or something like what the hell? I mean, you know me, I'm looking for any excuse to not yeah. work Fridays. And Absolutely. I'm like, you know what? Who cares if I've got stuff to do this weekend? I'm working this Friday. We'll do yeah. it. Yeah. We'll rock it. Uh, also guys, something that I wanted to plug uh, Jimmy Van's new project, knowyournews.com. I appeared on uh, one of the first podcasts. Denise is on another one as well. If you liked uh, like the stupid people news segments that existed uh, on Fightful's uh, Listen Your Boy years ago, uh, that is a thing. But uh, here's all the handles. But Alex, you and Kate have a project over on Know Your News as well. Yes, uh, it's called Get the Flick Out of Here. Oh. And, and, yeah. Did, who named that? Me. Oh. Yeah, I was hoping you'd tell me Jimmy so I could bury him. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's it's, it's it, uh, no, I I mean it was. I don't think it's cool. It's it's ironically <laughs> bad, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's it's we, well, Kate and I will review something ridiculous on television or some movie. Mostly, I I think after a while we're going to run out of ideas and rely on the good people to tell us what we're supposed to watch. Uh, but it's not going to be a three-hour marathon. It's not even going to be two hours. We recorded our last first episode last night. It was just a shade over one hour long. What the world is ending? But uh, the first the first episode was about a like this was this is Mrs. Me being angry at Kate. She she made us watch this ridiculous dating show called Courtship about how <laughs> people like actually there's the Bachelorette in a castle. Like living according to like 1850s rules, and all these guys have to come and present themselves to so her as suitors. total Bellas with the John Cena house rules. Yeah, basically. Guys, check it out. Knowyournews.com. You can check them out on YouTube at youtube.com slash knowyournews. Um, this is a, a product or a project that Jimmy Van is very happy uh, about finally launching. I'm so happy to see Fightful integration there as well. So uh, give it some love, guys. I know a lot of you all really love those stupid people segments, and this is definitely uh, along those lines. I am a Lucha says, SRS, thanks for telling uh, A&W to pay their employees better. I'm a hospitality lifer and can't tell you how undervalued those folks can be. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I am yep. of the belief that if you're spending your time and your labor and your skill on doing anything like that, much less something that requires people to get what they want when they want in a timely right. manner. Yeah. Those people deserve to be paid. hundred percent. Matthew Mikofsky says when Wardlow is forced to fa face Spears and hits 10 power bombs on him and the crowd chants 10. Oh, that's a good spot. We got to see that. That yeah, it'd be great. Mark Losper says, I'm going to keep saying it. Everything everywhere all at once fits the weird category when it comes to streaming in like 15 days, Alex. Yeah, uh, apparently we're not supposed to watch just dumb and stupid things. We're supposed, supposed to supposed to watch and review weird things, and maybe it's weird and good. Maybe let's do that. Okay, I, I see that this is playing right now at theaters near me. Interesting. Well, Hangman Page came out. Yep. He was leaning the heel route tonight. Don't know how I feel about it, because... I mean, I okay, I get it. There, there's so much to unpack here. First off, let me let me before I get too excited, let's go run through the promo. Yeah, he says, "I'm not going to shake his hand. This will not be a masturbatory." Say goodbye. 
your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Bret Hart, Bret Hart tribute. tribute match, uh, which got Dax to say he'd kick his ass, um, which I think a masturbatory Bret Hart tribute match is like somebody throwing darts at a Goldberg picture or something at this point. But he said that he's going to beat CM Punk so ass so bad, the guy in the crowd with the punk shirt is going to want a refund. Simple, effective. Yep. I like it. I just... Man, I'm surprised they went with Hangman the heelish route. Mm -hmm. I think Punk is easier to turn heel. And I know a lot of people say, well, he's not going to get booed. No, I think you underestimate how well the crowd would play along with such a thing. Yeah. And CM Punk getting a little preachy, a little judgy over some Hangman habits. Uh, Him mentioning Stu Grayson told you all he wanted to do is wrestle. Now he's not even here type of thing. Like I think there are more ways to turn CM Punk heel for even a month. Yep. I'll let it play out. They've they've right. reserved they've earned that right, but how do you right. feel about this Alex? I uh I love it because they just cranked up the degree of difficulty to 11. Mm-hmm. Because here's what they did. It'd be an easy thing for Hangman to be like I grew up loving CM Punk. To me, he's still the best in the world. It is an honor to get in the ring with this guy. Um and and for Punk to be like, hey, come on, kid, you couldn't even lace my boots. I mean, I listen, I, I think you're a great champ and everything, but let's be honest, you don't belong in the same ring as as CM Punk. And and have him go in there and play heel, as you say, for a month, and then have your match. Uh, even even uh, and slightly more degree of difficulty is to have them both be very excited to face each other, be respectful, uh, go into the matches, both baby faces, see what the crowd does or whatever. The hardest thing to do, because I think no matter what, how, whatever you do going into the match, the end of the match is Punk blatantly cheats to become champion. I agree. Okay. So the degree of difficulty is cranked up to 11 by having Hangman play the heel going into the match and Punk being the beloved baby face who's, who gets the crowd to cheer for him going into the match. And by the end, there's a full double turn within the match of Hangman was always the good guy. We just didn't realize it. And when Punk blatantly cheats, we all hate him so much because we loved him so much going into the match. And then after he cheats, becomes champion, he has a full summer of Punk being the biggest asshole in the world, going all the way until All Out. I don't know who he's going to face in his hometown of Chicago after the, after that summer, but that is going to be an amazing few months. Another interesting aspect of this is Long Island next week. Mm-hmm. Is Punk still a heel there? Oh, yeah, interesting. From residual of the last feud. Like, is that still the thing? Amir asks if I think this will lead to a cult punk confrontation. I would say less than a half of 1% right. chance yes. uh, that that happens at all, ever, much less here. Derek says, I don't know if the crowd was cheering for Cole towards the end of their match. I think they will cheer Punk more. 
Um, maybe. It's hard to tell sometimes. AEW has, has a crowd that, that does kind of go along for the ride sometimes. AEW has a crowd that watches Hangman and Cole have great matches and yeah. says, I love that I get to watch this great match. Like, and that's what they're cheering for. They love it because I think that everyone knew Hangman was going to win. You're cheering Cole when he does big moves because it's a when he when Cole hits the perfect, like right in the side pocket super kick on hitting a guy in the face while he's doing, doing a moonsault, you have to cheer for it, even though he's the heel. So uh, we got John Silver against CM Punk on Rampage. I love or Dynamite. Yep. Chris Bordine says, I too am over the masturbatory Bret Hart tribute matches. Not me, buddy. Beat Bret Hart off all you want. Have at it. Class says, loved Hangman's promo tonight. Still view him as AEW's protagonist long term. Mm -hmm. No matter if he drops the belt at double or nothing or not, who do you all think wins? I think Punk wins. Yeah. Um, And I think it's probably a smart idea to have Punk win. It's how you get on like the front page of Yahoo and you get some coverage in that regard. Um, I, I think that's the right thing to like do. They 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 bookend the summer with their two biggest events of the year, double or nothing in Vegas, all out in Chicago. Like this is it's a perfect thing to do to make a huge, big splash of a title change, especially one where CM Punk turns heel by doing it, and then ride that momentum for three months through Punk being the star of the show, going into him defending the title in his hometown and see what develops. I'm Lucha says hangman may or may not be champ. The champ you want, but he's definitely the one you need. What an awesome promo double or nothing with this Rosa and Deeb is gonna. Uh, at says hangman leaning heels surprising, but I thought his interactions with the dark order have been strange lately. He took a swig of beer during that cold Texas death match, which he hadn't done since before winning. And that's the thing I get to question and wonder, was that a part of it? Like uh-huh. what, was that an Easter egg? Yeah. Uh, E-Rob says, front page of Yahoo. SRS is a 2003. Uh, Yahoo News is still a heavily uh, aggregated news site. Uh, yep. I ain't using it for a search engine, homeboy, but uh, it's definitely still a heavily aggregated news site. Nerd Guru says, when Punk blatantly cheats to win the title, if he doesn't leave the ring through the crowd kissing Hangman goodbye, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Balier says, Hangman's promo shooter took an interesting turn. Really makes me curious about what they had planned for last week. Either way, just glad to have him back and healthy. Absolutely. Uh, Glad to see Hangman back. How about this? I'll be dropping an interview before Double or Nothing with Hangman Page in which absolutely nothing newsworthy is discussed. (laughs) At one point, I say, I love your theme song. He said, really? Because I wrote it. And I said, did you? And he said, yeah, in middle school. I'm going to give you all a spoiler. He didn't. Mm. And he, he asked me if I had any connects to little Nas X to add some lyrics to it. Uh, I don't, I don't, but it's a great interview. It's a blast. Mike Lima says, I think, Hey man, page is starting to feel insecure again. He's no longer the top face. Once he, again, he lashes out at the audience and punk. He's still a face that insecurity lashing out may cost him maybe a multi-year redemption arc. Yeah, that would sort of parallel like kind of what Becky's doing right now. Like uh-huh. Becky wants to be a baby face right. and she's mad that Bianca Belair is the person that everybody loves. Yeah. And now Asuka. So I think that could happen. Mark Losper says, uh, 
you, if you ended the podcast early and went to watch that movie right now, it'd still be an excellent decision. It rules. Okay. We got the Lethal, Satnam, and Sanjay promo, then the Samoa Joe promo. Uh, we have Takashka and uh, Lethal on Rampage. This was short, effective, pretty simple and straightforward. Good way to put them on TV, promote a match. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, they're they're angry at Takashita because uh, he's getting the red carpet treatment that they felt that they should be getting or something. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, well, there's there's certainly more details to come on this whole Samoa Joe, Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh uh, deal down the road. Uh, and we'll see how it all plays out. Class says every time someone on TV says daddy magic without a hint of a mocking tone, it makes my life feel measurably better. <laughs> He's so good. He's he really so good. Is. He really is. And now Jericho is the wizard. <laughs> and I keep thinking of those all tell commercials back in the day with the wizard that pops out of the van. Yeah. It's such a stupid nickname. And that's the point. It's supposed to be a stupid ass nickname, and it yep. is. Yep. And Jericho gets the win. I don't think this is bad at all for many reasons. If Santana and Ortiz continue to win, you really got to put them in a tag title match. Right. So this kind of resets the clock on that. It puts us a little bit farther behind. Uh, it, it puts it puts the the numbers game back a little bit. I, I'm still sitting here wondering, like, when's this going to pay off? It's probably going to be over the next few weeks. Uh, Jericho's Judas effect looked good. Santana and Ortiz, solid as always. But I think this is the right booking idea. Right. Um, well, the whole thing that they're that they're doing now is that is it's the numbers game. Like, they took out Eddie Kingston. There's five of them, and there's three of them. So they took out Eddie Kingston. As I said, I've said this, but, like, I don't – I don't, I don't love the, the Yas thing, but the best thing they've done so far uh, is it's it's teetering into absurdity, which is making it better for me. Like Jericho calling himself the wizard because he conjured a fireball out of thin air. Now, that's not what he actually did. He burned flash paper in Eddie's face. And as we all know, that's the most sports entertainment way possible to injure somebody. Like we've seen that been, been used long for long many, many years. Um, so uh, so that's that's interesting. Um, but here's what the deal is. I can't believe that they're not going to do a five on five at double or nothing, which means uh, Eddie and Santana and Ortiz got to find two more guys. And that's, and, and who those two guys are and how you build that. That's where we're getting a five on five, because right now the maximum that one side had is just three guys versus five. And it's the damn numbers game every single time. Uh, they they were able to get it, take advantage of the ref by having her back turned because more stuff's going over there, and so that's how they were able to beat Santana. They beat them both down after the match. Eddie can't come and help because he's got burns all over his face. Perfect, great. Let's find two more guys and let's get this five on five going. I'm looking forward to whoever they, it is they pick. We've got Brendan saying uh, the Wizard is a Black Sabbath reference. Justin Roberts quoted the song. During Jericho's entry, it would That's, not it would not surprise me if if yeah. Jericho's making that into a Black Sabbath reference. Ranger says you're a wizard, Jericho. I'm the Lucha says am I the only one who's sick and tired of watching Santana and Ortiz get their asses kicked and jobbed out? Where's this going? Where's their title shot? Well, their title shot ain't coming soon now because no. they just lost. No, they're they're listen like you. I I mean, 
it feels like Jungle Boy and and Luchasaurus are just around every now and then, and that's not even the most important thing about them. Right now, you can tell the tension building between Christian and Jungle Boy is more important than them having the titles. Um, it it's not like you know a title shot for for Proud and Powerful wouldn't like elevate them in the status of the show. They're arguably in a better position now working with Eddie against Yas than they would be as just as tag champs. It's Isaiah says, where the F is Scorpio TNT title. Uh, I mean, he had a ladder match last week. I'd say he'll probably pop up on, on rampage. Yeah. They'll probably do a little pro inset promo. Sawyer says, hangman proudly telling straight edge punk. He's a gambling man. Loved it. I don't think gambling is Not necessarily <laughs> that's straight edge, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. You, you, you can gamble while sober. In fact, yeah. I recommend it. Yes. <laughs> you should probably not gamble while drunk. Sawyer says, any chances to place in Vegas to film Stadium Stampede 3? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they could find something there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a matter of would they be allowed to right. with some of the... It's sneaking into the Raiders stadium. I don't I don't know if that's a good well, idea. Well, they, they ain't going to get Allegiant. <laughs> Not, that's WWE territory yeah. now. Uh, the Butt Boys scissored the acclaimed... <laughs> this was pleasantly awkward and it unusual. Was. And, like, if... Uh, they they work together really well. They scissor effectively. Yeah, I I thought for some reason it was, it was like, what, is this gonna be the 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 ass boys uh, turning turning heel on heels? Like I, I thought there was gonna be like something you know weird with the gift, but no, it was just scissors. They like scissors. Yes. They're, they scissor. It's great. Which means now we have a a super team of mid card guys who lose matches but, but listen that was shit was funny it was funny but billy billy gun was very funny and what i want to see is max caster doing raps and like insulting them but they don't know any better and they think he's complimenting them right or 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 it's just super cringe white boy hype hype guys behind yes. him jade cargill promo How'd you feel about it? Um, quite frankly, this is the first time we've spoken since, well, first time we've spoken on this show since Stokely Hathaway was released. Yep. And that is the common bring him in, do it. There were rumors that AEW yep. was hoping that he would have left last year and they could have put him with her then. To me, Mark Sterling's doing a great job. I think he's doing awesome. Yeah. But I think that Jade Cargill saying, you're still my lawyer, but I want a manager who has me as their primary client. You got all this other shit going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And brings in Stokely Hathaway. I think that's the move right there. Right. Um, I, I, I think she has to either lose the title first or come incredibly close to losing it and blame Sterling for it. And that's yeah. why there's a, there's a reason to make that decision. Um, uh, but I, I love, I love Malcolm with her. She's getting better and better and better on the mic. Soon she won't need anybody to talk for. Yeah. The 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 guy that I again, I think he also cuts fine fine promos, but the guy that might benefit from having a dude there to talk for him all the time. If they were ever to split up Team Taz, mm -hmm. Will Hobbs with 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 Stokely Hathaway coming out and 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 running people down on behalf of of Will Hobbs would be phenomenal. Yeah, I completely agree. I think uh, that that would be a good move as well. 
So we got the varsity blondes, and they the intentions here I think were good. But trying to tell the story that they told in a very short amount of time. I don't know which Harbaugh was it that was out there. John. Okay. Not Jim. John. So one of the Baltimore, it's the it's the it's the head coach of the Ravens. Okay. So one of the Harbaugh's was um Brian Pillman Sr.'s college roommate. And I can tell you that anytime the Ravens would come to Cincinnati, you would see like some news hit or something about how Harbaugh would bring Brian Pillman and his sister like to the game and all that because they're, they're local. And there was something emotional there, you know, and this, this wasn't it. This, this wasn't able to, I think, I don't think this one was able to accomplish what they thought. And I think that Pillman was expecting a bigger reaction when he fired up and it just wasn't there. They, Pillman, the varsity blondes haven't been doing enough on TV to be barely been on TV, barely been on TV. They, they had to have them cut their promo calling out the house of black for this confrontation they House of cutter- Black haven't been on TV. But, 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 yeah. I mean, they had to have the Varsity Blondes and Pillman cut that promo calling them out for this on dark. Like, so, like, because they're never on TV. Um, and uh, I mean, like, all due respect, Pillman should not be out there in the middle of the ring cutting promos. Like, it's, he's proven over and over again, he kills a crowd. Like he's he's rambles, he forgets his lines. He's, it's not his forte, and um and this also just felt very odd because like I guess it's been brewing now, as they said, for months. But it does feel like like when did Black spit the mist at them? Wasn't that like I don't know July of last year? I have no idea. The constant like it feels like it's been forever ago. So it doesn't feel like they've actually been playing it off. I love the little th- the details of whatever's happening with Julia getting worse and worse, but it's been happening so slowly. They're not really striking while the iron's hot. So the varsity blondes got their asses whipped as they should by three yes, guys. Yeah. Cannonball was brutal. Yep. And Julia Hart goes to raise the chair up over her head. And, and can't as, do it. as instructed by Malachi. Yes. Like, here's the chair. You're going to do this. And, and she, dire- she can't. And directed by Matthews and is berated when she can't. Next week is where she got the mist spit in her eye. Long Island. Mm. I don't know where this is going now. It certainly has to lead to her turning on the varsity blondes. Because if not, right. go ahead. No, that's the thing is like, if... I don't know how what we're what we're gaining by drawing this out. Yeah. Like if she's gonna turn on the varsity blondes, just do it tonight. Like, how does this get better going forward? Besides House of Black, they're in the thing with Death Triangle. Like, get rid of this angle, in, incorporate her into your team, have her ringside in some weird goth girl outfit. That's fine. We don't need to do this more going forward. The, the other thing that I thought they were going to do, because after Death Triangle comes out and runs off House of Black and she's still left there, like also um, Malachi yanked the eye patch off of her. Yeah. So she's sitting there holding her, her own eye. 
I thought she was going to just hang out at ringside and and then be compelled to get involved in this Phoenix and Dante Martin match. Like, as though, like, she was told by Malachi, you have one more chance, you have to get rid of, because they're feuding with, with Ray Phoenix. I don't understand, like, what we're, what we're doing here. Let's, let's get this over with and move on. Thunder Rosa in the chat. Great to see you, Thunder Rosa. Um, Yeah, House of Black is confronted by uh, the Lucha Brothers uh, Death Triangle, obviously. The Hound says the Julia Hart turn has lasted too long. I know they showed her battling decision to join the House of Black, but we see the turn coming. Now, why wait? I don't think it's too long unless if it goes like way longer than this. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ricardo says... Did AEW ever sell me a ticket with the Varsity Blondes and House of Black segment? I was clapping and yelling for her to do it. Um, Luis, we've got the same chat attributed to two people. Please let me know if that is correct. But um, this one wasn't it for me. It didn't do it for me. No. Balier Lasagna says Julia's eyes taking longer to come than Veer. Wouldn't go that far. <laughs> oh, man. Brent Lockman says... That being said, we did almost see a Sith initiation ceremony on Star Wars Day. That was yep. fun. Brent says, I feel like them not showing Julia's eyes a story, but we need a follow-up as soon as possible. This whole yeah. segment felt really weird. Yeah, it did. It felt a little unusual to me. Yeah. Jarlock says, I really like what is happening with Julia Hart. Do you think she'll be fully in the House of Black come double or nothing? Possibly, but she's not even fully on the roster yet. She doesn't even have her all elite graphic still at this point. So it's yeah. hard for me to say. It's Isaiah says, I need Hookhausen versus Limitless Swerve when Keith does the pounce. Hook doesn't budge. We got a swerve in our glory interview to set up things. Yeah. Derek Gordon says Sterling is fine. Put Stokely with Nyla. If you think Nyla needs anybody, then you haven't heard Nyla talking. Like it just, yeah, just isn't working. It just isn't working with Vicky. It worked fine with just Nyla. Yeah. Todd Allen star says, happy to see Yuka back. Hopefully with an opponent, she can have her better chemistry. Uh, that can result in a better match than her last TV match against Penelope. Hopefully we see the cold-blooded version that is TJPW fans have uh, become accustomed to. I think Yuka is going to be put in much more advantageous positions than she was the last go-around. And um, I, I think that you got to play to her strength because she is very, very good. Glad glad that they requested her back and they got her back. Yeah. Also, Owen uh, brackets, Jeff versus Darby on Dynamite. That's awesome. I keep saying, yep. just go ahead and give us these. We've got Kyle, uh, Kyle O'Reilly against Phoenix. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Dante and Phoenix shortly. Cole and Dax on Dynamite. Samoa Joe versus a Joker. Okay. So, Casey Bennett says, Rex back time. Who's the Joker? Uh, we've got some speculations here. Matt James says, Kenny's the Joker. Owen Hart tournament is the catalyst to Kenny and the Elite versus Cole and the UE. Nerdguru says, I love Joker. Maybe Claudio. Somebody uh, already there would be good. Uh, I hope Mox or Brian are in the spot. Or Miro. He doesn't need to be a debut. Uh, we've got Matthew Plus saying, uh, well, we'll talk about that one momentarily, but who do you think is the Joker? we got E. Shrifty saying Miro, Tanahashi. I'm ready to see Miro back, damn it. Yeah. Uh, if Miro comes back, 
uh, him and Samoa Joe would be great. Uh, then you're looking up uh, next would be the winner of Kyle O'Reilly and Phoenix. I could see Miro winning, winning, winning against either of those guys. Uh, and then it would probably come down, you'd think, to Miro and Cole, which would be kind of interesting. Like the thing about it is, if you're going to bring Miro back, put him in this tournament, he's got to win the tournament. I'm not, yes. I'm not accepting anything else. Um, bring him back, have him, have him do a storyline, whatever. But if he's going to be come back and be the tournament, he's got to win it. Um, I've seen people say it's going to be the former Cesaro, Claudio Casagnoli. I've seen people say, what if it's, what if it's Johnny Gargano? Uh, all these kind of things. Here's what I, here's what it cannot be. Here's what it absolutely cannot be. It cannot be Satnam Singh. <laughs> you cannot use this to give Satnam Singh oh, his very is... first match and then beat Samoa Joe in this that is, first round. This is you the bracketed version of Lights Off, Lights On. You cannot do it. It's the same thing. Um, we got Matthew Plus saying... Dax versus Adam Cole to start. Why must they do this? Oh, I can't wait. That's going to be a But yeah, it has to be somebody somewhat surprising. Oh, boy. Dante versus Phoenix. This was a blast. Uh, Zero Fear says. Beautiful. Beautiful. Ray Phoenix gave Dante his mask after the match, apparently, while Alex Abrahantes covered his face with his jacket. That's a huge honor. Dante Martin. I saw some conjecture this week. People saying, dream match. (laughs) Dante said it was his dream match. Mm-hmm. Dante said that. Dante, 22 years old. How old is he? 23 at the most. Okay. Alex, uh, Lucha Underground was back in 2014, 2014. Yeah, 2014. Yeah. So we're talking like eight years ago. So we're talking yep. like 14-year-old Dante Martin watching yeah. Lucha Underground going, holy shit. You could absolutely see a kid in eighth grade watching Phoenix do what he was doing at the time, watching Ricochet under a mask as Prince Puma and saying, that's what I want to do with my life and taking the next six years to become this guy, this kid, Dante Martin. I think that's an amazing story. Well, Chris Rain says Phoenix has not lost the step. I can tell you that wrestlers that night, of that injury, they were like, fearful he was going to have to have surgery to the point to where some wrestlers heard, Oh shit, he's going in for it. And then Uh it didn't happen. Fortunately, because we got him back a few months later. So happy. Matthew Makovsky says ping pong matches might be my favorite style. And what I like is they don't oversaturate the show with them. Like so many people would like for you to think that they do. Right. This is a bit of an attraction. Mr. Black soul says Dante and Phoenix was exactly what I expected it to be amazing and brick bat says ray phoenix is best in the world if he could harness his brother's charisma he'd be main eventing all the pay-per-views i think alex abrahantes helps that out an awful lot a guy that they had just doing like post shows and interviews and they found a certifiable charismatic uh promo guy and a manager with him nurguru says uh wins bud max or bud matt versus phoenix that's all i care about here can't See, wait the, for that too. The thing of it is, is you're you're, you're doing you've been doing this death triangle versus, uh, versus uh, 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 House of Black thing for so long, but we haven't gotten our suite of singles matches out of this thing. 
but Matt versus literally any of those three guys, Malachi versus Phoenix, like all these things that we haven't gotten yet. I want to see, I want to see Brody versus Penta. Like, give me all of yes. those things. We haven't seen all of those combinations yet. You can't end this feud until you've given me one Buddy Matthews versus Phoenix match. You're not uh, Buddy Matthews versus Pac. You're not allowed to do it. I got to see those. Uh, Dante is 21. <laughs> so he's only 21. Yes. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned, I want to see this. I want to see that. Well, you know what, Alex, sometimes you can't see your favorite shows because they're geo blocked or their shows, oh, no shows in other territories that you hear about, but you can't watch them because of <sighs> geo restrictions. Not with NordVPN.com slash Fightful, the fastest VPN in the world. Not with NordVPN that gives you an additional month free on top of your already great deal. Plus a 30-day money-back guarantee. What? NordVPN.com slash Fightful? Available on all your devices, TV, laptop, desktop, your router? If your VCR has Wi-Fi, you can probably get it on that too. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Not just that. Help avoid price discrimination. Get that online tracking blocked. Block those annoying pop-up ads. Block all that stuff out of there. That malware. You don't want it. What a deal. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Big UFC show coming up this weekend. I'm sad. I'm going to miss it. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to order the replay. But I'm not going to order it as expensive as what you guys are going to pay with ESPN. I'm going to order it with an overseas service in NordVPN.com slash Fightful. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to save a bunch of money. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. What a deal. How can you how can you pass it up? I use it every single day of my life. Shot Kid says, my gut says Julia's turn will happen at double or nothing, which makes me think it was supposed to happen at Revolution, but Phoenix's injury put things off. That's possible, but I mean, there's they could have done that turn without Death Triangle. It's Isaiah says, uh, I bought in on Dante winning. Uh, that's... I mean, understandable, that, but I mean, that, it is Phoenix's first singles match back. Right. Um, they, they, they sold me a ticket both ways a couple of times. Like also just some stuff that they were able to do in this match. That I've never seen before that the commentary put over too, like a back flipping Russian leg sweep where they yes. both had it on their front. Like what was that? Eloquent says that top row backflip spot. That was so cool. And shot kid says it was the flippiest flippy, flippy expletive match that flipped a flip. There you go. And Brent says, need Phoenix and Dante both versus Osprey at some point. Been a while since Will's been up against Phoenix, and Dante feels like the heir to whatever Osprey was and is. Hopefully just in the ring. Uh, I, but <laughs> I, I got, at some point, I need I need Dante versus Ricochet. Because that's that those that's two generations of, of the flippy dips. Yes. I need them together, back, back to back. We got Hook and J.D. Drake on Rampage. Love that booking. That's a fun one. I'm That's just I, fun. watching Hook is like an event now. Like I yeah. get to watch somebody get dumped on their head, and I like it. Yeah. Nerd Drew says if it's Gargano, inject Gargano and Cole four into my vein. Just one of them, or all the of one them. vein. That'd one be vein. hard to isolate. Thunder Rosa promo with Serena Deeb. I thought this was. There, there's so many things that I think they could have done better with this segment. First off. I said this years ago in our review, Alex. Stop sending people out there, baby faces out there, unprompted, without an interviewer, to just rant stuff. You want an interviewer to prompt them, say, Thunder Rosa, you got something on your mind. What is it? 
then Thunder Rosa says, this women's division gets put under a microscope. It's get, it's get, gets criticized an awful lot. I was criticized an awful lot in my career, and look what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I could have j- Thunder Rosa said to me, she's like, I sucked in Lucha Underground. Don't anymore, though. She could say that. She yeah. could be like, and there's a person that I aspired to be like, that I traveled right. to go watch, and she happens to be the top contender. Yeah. I want her out here right now because I want to nail that match down because I care about being the best that there ever was at this. And that took that would take significantly less time yes. than what we saw. It was it was long-winded. And then I thought like Serena would just come out and nod. And Serena went long-winded. And there was the bet. The bet. I was like, what are why that line? I'll make you a bet. It's like, no, I'll bet you that I win. Well, I, who, what, what's, what is more, what is the prize beyond the title? I don't understand. Yes. Like, like if, if I win, I get this. And if you win, you get that. Like an easy, an easy one beyond like the hair would have been a good one. Right. Because that, that was, that was a callback, but Serena ain't cutting her hair. Right. Um, Bako five says it sucked more than a newborn calf. And Ryan says, I could have done without the promo segment with Deeb and Rosa. They took match time away from the main event. Should have got more time, not nine minutes. That's the thing. That main event should have got more time. This should have been more abbreviated, but it's just... A lot of this could have been prevented by having a Tony Schiavone there with a microphone. They've done a pretty good job, honestly, over their history of building two... Uh, a a title change in this division, mm-hmm. but the beginning of every champion's reign has fell flat. Like it yeah. does not feel like they had any plans beyond now Thunder Rosa is the champ. Well, I guess you'll have a match with Nyla Rose. Okay, that's fine. And then and then what? Well, let's just have her. I think most weeks since she became champion, she's come out onto the top of the ramp and cut a promo. Like that's fine, but there's other things you can do as champion. And I, I want to see Thunder Rosa do all of those things because I love Thunder Rosa. Yeah. Uh, that being said, this match is going to absolutely, unequivocally fucking hump. It's going to be so good. It's going to be such a great match. Accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. I don't One think thing- they expected this promo to be so long-winded. Um, but Thunder Rosa says, if it was up to me, I'd fight 24 <laughs> seven. Well, she wants to fight 24 seven. We're cool with that. Me uh, too. This, this match is going to fucking hump. I think yeah. it's going to be one of the best matches. It, it's, it's something I've been calling for forever is this yeah. particular pairing. And it's even better yes. now that it's for the title. Thunder like, Rosa lays her shit in. Yes. So much. And the intensity in which Serena D brings to all her matches is one that you see matched. Like there are these different personality traits. Like Britt Baker wrestles like she's constantly got a chip on her shoulder. Thunder Rosa wrestles like she wants to knock your fucking teeth out. Yes. And Serena Deeb wrestles like, like somebody looks at her and says, you can't knock my teeth out. Show me right. that you can. And she's like, or, or maybe I'll just do whatever I want to you. Serena like, Deeb th- collects trophies. Yes. That's what she does. Like, and, and I, I, I love that. Uh, also, the one thing that I do love as well is they, qu- correct me if I'm wrong, but they qualified Sheeta for the tournament yes. before Deeb came back and Deeb beat Sheeta. So Sheeta's already in the tournament. She could very well win the whole thing, 
but yes. they still allowed Deeb to get a win over her that didn't cost her the tournament spot, and Deeb then gets to be in this position. I think I think that's great. They were able to 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 move everything around in that way. I hope this match gets a good amount of time on the pay per view, and I hope that Vegas brings it for them. This match is official. Like I, I don't know if I've anticipated. Well, okay, I anticipated the lights out match maybe more than this, just because I had people like in my ear that are like, "You better have your full attention on this match." You know right. what I mean? But this is one of my most anticipated AEW matches. Period. Point blank. Two of my favorite performers in categorically yes. different ways. Yes. Eloquent says they can call back the NWA women's title history. Exactly. Yeah. Um, main event. Oh, by the way, uh, Brent says, didn't Keith Lee win a qualifying match? Is he in the? No, he did not. No, I don't think so. No. Main he, event. He qualified for the tournament, the revo- the tournament, the, the, the revolution ladder match. Thing. Yes. That was a yes. long time ago. Main event, Deanna Perrazzo, who Fightful has an interview with uh, up now. Uh, we also have interviews this week with the former Persia, Perota, uh, Stephanie DeLander. And uh, we've got Moose this week as well, ahead of Impact Under Siege, which is this uh, Saturday. Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Thunder Rosa says, congratulations to Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. Deanna Perrazzo will have went from last Thursday till this Saturday from Orlando to Cincinnati to Mexico, to Baltimore, back to Orlando, to Cincinnati. Oh, and and back to Orlando at some point in between there as well. Uh, Working AAA, Impact, and um, what else? AEW, of course, for an ROH title belt. Yep. I liked this match an awful lot. I was a little bummed early on when it started out in the crowd was like very tepid. Then when they came back from the commercial, which I also don't like a commercial at 9.53. No. Don't like that at all. Like, put that put that after the entrances or something, or yeah. cut some time somewhere else. Don't cut time for your main event. Yeah. Nathan says, would have rather had Peraza retain, but I understand the belt needs to be with someone in the company. I saw some weird takes of people saying, it was so predictable, why do it? Deanna won this title before the company... Yeah. Got bought. <laughs> yeah. Impact did business with her mm-hmm. uh, or, or with them. AEW has wanted to bring in Peraza. Peraza's wanted to, to work there. Bradley says, what's the benefit of Scott Demore ever sending his wrestlers to work on AEW? At no point have they ever been given positive light. They've been given light in front of 10 times the audience at minimum of yeah. what they draw in the States. Um, sometimes you accept those one-sided things, but especially when this came back from the commercial, I thought that this picked up an awful lot. The transitions in and out of the pins into the Fujiwara armbar, I thought were exceptional. Yeah. I, I've always been a big fan of Deanna Perrazzo. Mm-hmm. Like I, going back to her WWE days where I was like, I would watch her have a match that she was absolutely going to lose. And it would match. She, she'd lose in four minutes and she'd be great in it, like great in the match that she lost in four minutes. And I was like, why are they not featuring this woman more? She's obviously great. And they had no time for her. And she 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 got cut. And she only went out and became one of the absolute best in the entire world. Um, uh, and I've also loved Mercedes Martinez for a very long time. Uh, I was very glad to see these two women get a main event slot. Uh, wish they had gotten more time. Um, I do too. 
Um, she, they, Deanna is on everybody's I want to wrestle list. Yes. Too. And with very good reason. Um, uh, I, I think you could have had Deanna win it because, mm-hmm. you know, that she could easily retain. I love the idea of Mercedes winning it as well because she going into whatever ROH is going to be, like you have all of these champions that are that that I feel like a lot of them have that feel of okay kids come and get it and that's something that I I love the idea of ROH being you got FTR you got uh Gresham you you got Samoa Joe you 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 got um well Yuta I guess would be the kid who already has it but and then you got Mercedes but it's this thing of like now all this young talent if it really is going to be more of a developmental type of deal at this new ROH of them all chasing these veterans who have the belts already. I think that's a really cool thing to do. And um, I, I think AEW should have signed Deanna a couple years oh, ago, obviously. Absolutely. absolutely. At, at the time, I'm sure there were some forces in the company that didn't want her signed because of, uh, quite frankly, who she used to date. I don't think that matters anymore. Yep. You've got a lot of people that are beefing with each other yeah. that they got to work together. Tom says, not going to lie, kind of want a Brit to run in on this. Um, that would have been cool, a cool spot as well. Her getting one on, over on Mercedes, getting her friend the win. She was there in Gorilla watching it. Stova says, I hate when they keep saying we're going to stick with this for as long as we need, yet they still finish on time with no overage. Yeah. They, they went over once. Uh, Shot Kid says, to me, the sign of great wrestlers is knowing how to use every second available, and that's what Mercedes and Deanna did. Excellent main event pros that hit their time. They hit their time. They knew they didn't have that much, so they started off slow. After they got back from the commercial break, they said, let's pick it up. They went straight to the face-off and started to beat each other's asses, and that I like. Also, I like anybody that uses a cradle pile driver, and Deanna does that. Yeah. Chris says, I knew what the outcome was going to be since only one was under contract to AEW, but I was still hoping for a Deanna win. So disappointed in the outcome, but not the match both ladies put on. Hopefully this isn't the last we see of Deanna and AEW. I sure hope not. And I mean, Deanna's my buddy. Of course, I wanted to see her win. It's scripted wrestling. I don't feel like that's necessarily sure. biased there as long as the, the reporting is fair. It always has been with her, but um, I, I did want to see her win. I thought that would have would have played really well. Um if she loses on Saturday to Taya, like I'm wondering like what the hell's next? Like got to put her in a tag team or something and go after the knockouts tag titles. Cause losing, 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 there's got to be something more after that. Dante says Deanna Perrazzo, arguably the best women's wrestler in the world on AEW TV. And the crowd is nearly silent. Preposterous. I did not like how tepid that crowd was at the beginning of that yeah. match. It, yeah. Then they started to pop for the big moves, which is cool. I like that they chanted Virtuosa at the start. That was a nice sign of respect as well. Queen Switch G Kills says, once again, TK let me down with the women's division. No story. Mercedes only won because she signed. If they wanted to pull the title from Deanna, they should have written it better, like Britt coming out, causing the loss, opening up a dream match between them. Well, I think that's a little presumptuous that Impact was going to allow Deanna to work there more. Impact worked with ROH on this deal, not with AEW, and then had to put this together uh, the way that that uh, Deanna told me she couldn't have done Supercard and Multiverse because she had a huge hematoma on her leg. So this was a best-case scenario. And she got to main event Dynamite yeah. 
a woman who did TV in her eighth match has worked Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all this stuff, adds another feather to her cap. I can't imagine that Impact was just keen on saying, hey, you know, use one of our main event women just for as long as you want. You can just have her for a while. Um, Dream Ninja says, I predict Rosa and Deeb is going to be the best match on the pay-per-view. That's going to be so amazing. Someday I want Rosa and Sasha. Man, that's a that's an underrated dream match for me. Thunder Rosa and Sasha Banks is one that uh, I, I want to see, like, the, the drop kicks of Rosa against the, the Meteoras of Sasha. And I think that Rosa and Deeb has the opportunity to steal the show. Yeah. Guys, get in your super chats, humper chats. We are heading down the home stretch. Please remember... Uh, subscribe as well as check out athleticgreens.com slash fightful and nordvpn.com slash fightful. We got post shows for under siege and WrestleMania backlash this weekend, as well as an Ozark review on fightful select the, I think the Q and a will probably go up uh, Friday, by the way, jar luck says, I think Cody leaving stalled a few storylines, Sammy house of black are ones that come to mind. I don't think it affected house of black Sammy. I think it, adjusted a little bit but i think that sammy is in a much better place now than he was gonna be yeah uh, because he's mega over as a heel chris yeah. rain says love the diana interview by the way especially the cincy quiz that was a lot of fun that was a whole lot of fun as was this show we went over an hour and a half we are getting into into kalex territory uh, a horrifying yeah, a horrifying prospect yeah. for me, Alex. Yeah, I know. Uh, you want you want a tight forty-five? That's what you're looking for every single episode. Um, so uh, I, would, I would never. There were a couple <laughs> raws back in the day, though. There were. Whereas, like, let's let's get this done. Um, yeah, you can find me on every Tuesday on this very channel talking uh, with the wonderful Kate Elizabeth uh, about the not wonderful uh, NXT 2.0, which is just just fallen on hard times beyond beyond, beyond anything I think we could have imagined. Um, and then also on if I will select uh, review raw and Smackdown which aren't much better than NXT. Um, but I do have a lot of fun doing that people seem to enjoy. Tune in it can be fun and also me and wonderful Kate um, have this new thing. We'll see how it goes premiering tomorrow on on Jimmy Van's knowyournews.com. Uh, where we review uh, weird, uh, bad, stupid, dumb movies and TV, starting off with um, with it's it's about a show called The Courtship. We we venture into all different areas of reality TV, our own experiences with it, and how much we both hate it, and in in, in her case, hate to love it. Brent Lockman says, being from Toronto, didn't expect to see the IWC losing their mind over Our Lady Peace this week. I mean, it is a shame that the song Whatever was based on an absolute fucking goblin because that song that, is a that song humped. banger. So good. Um, I believe they did Not Enough as well. Oh, my God. That was such a great song. Yeah. I think they may have used that for a Jeff Hardy video at one point. An amazing yeah. song. Check that out. Somewhere Out There is a good one. Uh, there's a lot of Canadian rock bands. I, I like Default, too. I think Default yeah. was pretty good. Wasting My Time and Deny were good songs. Ryan Martin says, Did Deanna look like she had the boo-boo face coming down the ramp? You could tell she knew she was losing. Buddy, she's known that she was losing that title ever since AEW yeah. got bought. Like This wasn't something that she just learned about like this no. week. She's known for a long time. 
Shot Kid says with Deanna, and also she's probably really happy to be in AEW. Yeah. She didn't get to work all in because WWE said, if you still do that show, this deal won't still be here. And mm. yes, it absolutely would have still been there because AEW would have tried to bring her in. Yeah. Shot Kid says with Deanna on Dynamite and Stardom saying how much they want to work with AEW, is there a chance we could get Impact Stardom AEW Women's Forbidden Door show? I hope uh, throw in roh uh, in there yeah. as well and, and mention yeah. that like absolutely do, do that it. i'm gonna have some more women's wrestling news this week by the way some some championship news so to speak uh guys thank you all so much uh this has been a, a fantastic show i i mean it it shows you that when you all like something you all donate super chats and humper chats because monday i was like Oh my God, is the site shutting down forever? (laughs) Because there was nobody interested. Nobody interested at all. But please subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. I can't tell you how integral that is to what we do. We're posting two, sometimes three news pieces a day. The most affordable, exclusive wrestling news service. And it's the most direct way that you guys can support us. Check it out, FightfulSelect.com, 16 cents a day. And you get a variety of shows. I don't always plug the shows, but I have three shows there a week. Uh, I do figure halls or trading card halls. I do a Q&A show where I answer your questions. And I do the Backstage Report podcast, which is a weekly wrap-up of a bunch of exclusive wrestling news that you'll only hear at Fightful. You've got two Alex Sour Grap shows per week. You've got The List Goes On, which is our Listen Your Boy post show. Uh, you've also got uh, Maggie and Rob coexisting after dark now. I'm throwing on bonus shows. I had a breaking news show about Roderick Strong this week, and we're doing an Ozark review. Sometimes you get extra uh, Kalex shows for Sour Graps. Well, we're getting one this Sunday for WrestleMania Rehash. That'll be a there, lot of fun. There you go. There you go. And I assume probably double or nothing as well. Oh, yeah. So Gotta you do subscribe that one. this month, you get two bonus shows. Two. The Roderick Strong. Like we're we're talking about bonus shows all the damn time. Yeah. Not only that, there's the Weekender podcast. Don't sleep on that. Steven Jensen of the Spotlight uh, reviews all kinds of stuff. Indie wrestling, like GCW. He was there at Battle Slam Live. He's going to drop some interviews with Nasty Leroy and Baron Black over there. Uh, not on uh, all kinds of stuff. If there are uh, there are ever the opportunities, I post exclusive interviews there. FightfulSelect.com. Thank you guys. Leave that thumbs up. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.